0: Welcome to episode 9 of the Ben Briggs podcast, I am Ben Briggs, it is, it fucking is, it is Tuesday the 4th of June, 2019, got the date right this time, got the fucking date wrong the other day, didn't I, Jesus, what was I doing, uh, Tuesday the 4th of June, 2019, And uh, coming back at you with another fucking episode. Jesus, he says, stumbling across his words. It's been one of them days today. It's been a stumbling block day. I've been trying to get things done and nothing's been getting done. Even starting this podcast tonight. It's like 6 o'clock at night, um, 6 p.m. Because I couldn't do the podcast again because they're cutting the fucking bushes down again. Like they were the other fucking week. And it was wee! all day long. Um, I usually have a little siesta in the afternoon before I go to a gig or something like that. Yeah. Usually have a little sleep. Live like a Spanish man. I do. I have a little siesta in the afternoon, uh, usually. But um, today I couldn't do that because of the wee. So I've been up all day. Uh, I've got a gig tonight. That's why I'm rushing it a little bit. Well, not rushing it. Hey, this is your listener experience right now. I'm not going to rush that. The people I care about out there. Hmm. Maybe some of you. Maybe some of you. I don't know. Um, but I would have started this earlier, um, like about half an hour ago, but it's taken me half an hour to get a fucking moth out of the fucking flats that seemed to fly in the window, and then I we had a little bit of a standoff. It was just, like, floating around, and every time I got it in my hands, I didn't want to kill it. I didn't, you know. I'm not a murderer, people. I don't want to kill it. I want to put it out the window. But every time I went to throw it out the window, it came back in again. And sometimes, sometimes you just think, oh, will just get a shoe and finish it. Finish it off. You know, you can only help him too, too much. But he eventually, he eventually went out. He fucked off. That's the thing with summer, isn't it? As soon as the summer comes, you open the windows and everything thinks it's like a free rain to come in your house, doesn't it? Like that, I opened the front door the other day and two spiders immediately ran in, like in a sort of like um, split up. So I had to go for one and then the other, I got the first one immediately and then the other one had gone, hidden. I don't know, this sounds like a stand-up bit. It's not, I don't do stuff about insects. It was all right until he started his insect bit and then he lost me a little bit. No, but that's it, isn't it? Like everything just thinks your house is their house. I remember one year, like falling asleep on the sofa in the afternoon, and I left a, the worst thing you can do. I don't know how they knew about it, but I, I left a glass of Coke on my table, on my coffee table, and then when I woke up, it was just swarmed in ants. There was a line of ants going from the front door, all trudging, going to and from the fucking uh, Coke, like in the, uh, in the glass. I don't know how they knew that. Somebody's on lookout in the window or something like that. He's falling asleep. That's it. The Coke is there. The Coke is there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm never going to use that. That's that's not material, by the way. That is not fucking trying material on for you. Uh, trying it on for you. Trying it trying it for you. Um, this is, yeah, so I would have started earlier about half an hour ago, but it took me half an hour to get the moth out of the way. And then because I'd had it in my hands, you get all that fucking, I don't know what that moth shit is. That that sort of like powdery shit that's on their wings or something like that, but like that was all over me, and so I had to scrub that off. But um, yeah, so it would have started. Uh, it would have started earlier than this. Not that it matters to you. You ain't listening to it live, are you? You don't give a fuck, are you? You're probably driving to work right now or something like that, thinking, "Well, it's not that bad. It's not that bad." Six o'clock. You know, you're literally listening to this in the past. This is history. It's not history being made, not in a good way. (laughs) It's not history being made right now. This is just some things happening. That's it, isn't it? There's only specific things in, you know, history is a lot more than what you learn at school, isn't it? History is a lot more than that. You know, it's everything, but there's only certain important things that happen. This isn't one of those important things, people. This is a passing the time driving to your job because you can't be texting anymore because they banned that because everybody ruined it by crashing and killing people. Ah <laughs> oh dear, I don't know. Um so uh yeah, it's just been one of them days for me today. Not being able to get any rest, being up all the time. I like a little sleep in the afternoon before I do a gig. I've got a gig tonight. And it's like You know, about ten past six now. I've got to leave about eight o'clock. I'm headlining the gig. Fucking hell, Ben, are you boasting? No, Uh, not at all. I I just got booked to headline it, really. Um, So I'm headlining uh, a gig tonight, which is in Peterborough, which is about an hour away from me house, which is quite sweet. That's a nice little drive, that is. It's about 46 miles. Put some tunes on in the car, only I can't. And this is the other thing, the other little bugbear I've had today, because I had to take my car in for its fucking M.O.T. and the little blue bastard let me down. Yes, people, (laughs) he's fucking ill. The old blue bullet, the old Ford Ka 2010 is an X car at the moment. It is, uh, it failed its fucking M.O.T., um so it is off the road and being fixed at the moment uh yeah i got a call my flat is fucking shit by the way for um signal i can't get a signal for love nor money in this fucking flat so i have to sort of like if i want to get a signal i have to uh i have to like literally put my uh my mobile phone on a fucking high shelf and hope that it connects and then, like, plug my headphones into it and make a call from that. But I missed the uh, fucking call from the garage um, when they were uh, initially called me to say that I should expect a raping at any moment, um, which is nice of them, to be honest. That's nice that they called to say uh, you will be expecting a little bit of a cock in the arse over this uh, MOT this time. Because uh, they left a message and I rang them back. And they said, they fucking said, I swear to God they make it up sometimes, these people. I swear to God they make up some of the stuff. They said uh, the wishbones had gone. Now, I don't know a lot about cars, right? But that sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? The wishbones at the front had gone. Uh, The wishbone on the passenger side had gone. And the one on the driver's side was an uh, advisory um and they advised me to get that replaced as well because they want to go on about a holiday this year. I don't know. I don't know why they <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. They have a chat with their missus and think, ah, oh, we've got a few MOTs in today. Where do we want to go? Do we want to go Benidorm or should we go Disneyland? And the kids go, Disneyland, Daddy, take me to Disneyland. Okay, we'll fuck the first one on his MOT then. Well, that was me anyway. I'm paying for somebody's holiday to Disneyland. Um, yeah, so they, so they, um, rang me up and said, like, the wishbones, uh, had gone and one, one, one was like a fail on the MOT and one was, uh, an advisory and they advised me to get them both replaced, so I had both those replaced, so I haven't got the old blue bullet tonight, I've got a loaner car, uh, a Vauxhall course, a black one, uh, not that race is an issue here, um. But uh, <laughs> fuck it I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So they, uh, so they've given me a uh, a loan account. Car- I swear to God, wishbones are fucking made up. Can somebody out there tell me? I, I could Google it, but the laptop's like on the other side of the room, so um, I could Google it. But it, it seems made up, doesn't it? Aren't wishbones things you get in chicken carcasses and you fucking, you know? Nobody's uh, taking a wishbone out of a chicken carcass and going, "Ah, oh, I wish this. Uh, I hope my next MOT costs me four hundred quid." Ah, oh! uh, I don't know. It just makes it, it, it. sounds like it's made up, doesn't it? It just sounds like it's made up. Like, oh, fucking yeah. One of your chicken goojons is gone on the right hand, on the passenger side. Fucking now, replace it immediately. One of your, chi- one of your nuggets. One of your nuggets is gone. They could say anything, couldn't they? You know, just that that is a fucking license to print money, that is. I'm in the wrong fucking game. That is a license to print money being a fucking mechanic. Because most people don't know shit about their cars these days, do they? You know, it's all electronic. Mine's not. Mine's not. I imagine better cars are. Mine's a 2010 Ford Ka, as I said before. It's got a nice spoiler on the back, though. It makes me feel like a bad boy. That's what I went for when I bought it. That's what I went for. I picked it up, and it had done about 6,000 miles. It it was about four years old, done 6,000 miles. And now it's 10 years old. So in six years, it's now done 165,000. Fucking hell, man. That's stand-up for you, man. Just burns through the fucking mileage. Although not tonight. Not tonight, though um but anyway yeah the old blue bullets fucked uh it is in hospital it is in car hospital at the moment um no doubt they're just like fucking ringing up and ringing up and ringing up more fucking money on it when i ring up tomorrow i was meant to get it serviced as well but the whole lot would have cost me about 600 quid and i went oh fuck that just stop the service i'll have the service another month i can't take too many too many hits in june man It's one of them months. I've got one of them things that's set up where everything goes out one month and that's fucking June. Gas bill, electric bill, water bill, and they all fucking shaft you. It never gets any lower, does it? Car insurance, that goes out as well. You know, not had an accident for years since I gave up the old drink driving. (laughs) Not been, uh, not had an accident for years for about like, 15 years, something like that, and every year it fucking goes up, doesn't it? And if you renew, if you just let them renew, they charge you more than going back as a new customer. How does that fucking work out? There's no fucking loyalty in the world anymore. There's no fucking loyalty with companies. They just want your fucking money, don't they? That's all they want. So anyway, the old boy down the MOT place is is sorting the car. I imagine he's not sorting the car now. (laughs) I imagine he's still working on it, or probably leaving it till the morning. He's going through fucking holiday brochures with Mrs. Mechanic right now. And they're just little mechanic offspring, little grubby kids covered in oil, just running around, dreaming of uh, fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a bit of a shit, so I've got to loan a loaner car for that, which I've just realised i fucking just realised I've left my sat-nav in the fucking car and I've left all my fucking CDs, so it's going to be fucking driving to the fucking gig in silence. Ugh. Or listening to fucking Radio For trying not to st- touch the fucking loner steering wheel because it's fucking sticky. Everything was fucking sticky in the fucking car. I don't know what they've done. I don't even want to know why it's sticky. You know what I mean? I don't want to know who's had that before me, but the fucking steering wheel was sticky. The gear stick was sticky. Everything was fucking sticky. Even the gears themselves. It was fucking hard to get it in gear. So anyway, I've got to travel to fucking Peterborough with that tonight. But anyway, back on the gigging trail, and I'll get to do some of my fucking new stuff tonight, even though it's a paid gig. I'm going to whack in five minutes of new stuff in the fucking middle um, because uh, if it's going well, anyway, uh, if it's not going quite so well, I might uh, abandon that option and just do um, some stuff that I know should usually work. But you never know. That's the thing in this game, isn't it? You never know in stand-up whether it's going to work out or not. I don't know. Anyway, that's my fucking rant about the fucking M.O.T. this week, the bastards. Uh, I won't name the garage because, actually, the geezer down there is quite a nice bloke. Um, when he's not fleecing people. Um, and like I say, I know fuck all about cars anyway. There could be loads of stuff wrong with it, and I wouldn't know. Um, what, what what the fuck else have I done this week? I'll tell you what I did do this week, what I did do today, while I was waiting for the phone call that never came because of the shit reception in my flat. Um, I watched the film Stan and Ollie. Now! I know. What are you thinking? Ben! And I know what you're thinking. Somebody used to fucking use that as a term in stand-up when they uh, used to uh, introduce themselves on stage. I'm a little bit like this and a little bit like that. And you know what you're thinking. No, you don't. Don't know what the audience is thinking. They're thinking, get to the fucking punchline. Anyway. Um, yeah, what's that Lauren Hardy film. Quite liked it. Quite liked it. I thought the... Um, uh, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley and it were fucking amazing as Lauren and Um, it did make me wish I'd started stand up a little bit earlier. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like in the 19 fucking forties. It was fucking easy. Man. It was fucking easy. Those audiences laughing at fucking anything. One of them tips the other one's hat up or something like that, and their fucking audience were in hysterics. I know it's a film. I don't know it's scripted, but we, I used to watch them fucking films when I was a kid. I used to show them black and white films on BBC Two in the summer holidays, like when the kids were at school and that sort of thing. Um, they used to show those films in the fucking summer holiday. They're, they're fucking kids' films. That's what they are. They are these days. You know what I mean? Because people have progressed with their comedy. You'd never get, on, get away with fucking that shit on stage just going, I'm falling over. That's essentially... They, in the film, they mention Norman Wisdom. I don't know whether he's alive or dead now. I don't know. But even... oh, it was, it was fucking tragic. His whole career, Norman Wisdom, all he did was fucking fall over. His whole fucking gambit for comedy and his little niche to get comedy was to fall... Up. Gravity, that was it. It was just fucking gravity. And people in that fucking era, like the 50s and 60s, used to find a man dressed up as a fucking little boy falling over, fucking hilarious. That's the dream, that is. That must have been a fucking dream, playing those audiences, those fucking retarded fucking 1920s, 1940s fucking audiences that have never seen nothing, never really seen anything at all. The TV was just coming out, you know, they've got shit programs on there and all you do is go on stage for an hour and fucking fall over. It's amazing, it's a fucking dream, you become a household name. Anyway, that's my fucking Jesus. Yeah, it would have been, you know, people wouldn't get away with that these days, you get fucking lynched if you went on stage. Although some people do fucking prop gags still, so, like, I don't know. Ha <laughs> ha! Slagging off all the fucking prop acts out there. Yeah. And people doing puns. This fucker's got this fucking, this word's got this meaning, but it's also got this meaning as well. Did you know I'm going to condense that into a fucking sentence so you can uh, enjoy both meanings of that word? Oh, really? Thank you. That's fucking amazing. Thanks for that. Cheers. Brilliant. When's your next kids gig? <laughs> ah, it's a bit cunty, Ben. Bit cunty. Uh, I think I'm just being a bit cunty because I'm uh, fucking uh, getting revved up for the old gig tonight, and that's it. Because I haven't had my sleep, so I need somehow to punctuate between what I do in the day, basically fucking around and writing, and then having a sleep. I use that as a fucking Uh, full stop, and then wake up again, and then when I've got a gig, I'm in gig mode. So me being a little bit cunty right now um, is me getting uh, amped up for uh, gig mode, and then I'll go out tonight and go, all right, you fucking assholes, and I'll just sit there like a really nice middle-class audience. (laughs) Uh, But the film was good. The Stan and Ollie film, I would definitely recommend it. And I know it's been fucking out ages, like, at the cinema. But I don't go to the cinema. I can't do the cinema, which uh, is always a bit of a bugbear with girlfriends because they love fucking going to the cinema. And it's a nice time to go to the cinema because I can't really talk. Uh, and you just sit there in the dark watching the screen. But I fucking oh, I just freak out going to the cinema because it's guaranteed if I go to the cinema some. Asshole. Uh some tall fucking or fat fucker will sit in front of me and obscure my view or somebody will be eating fucking crisps at a thousand decibels like next to me or I don't get a seat on the end. They don't they don't really pause the film, do they? Like uh, if you need to go for a piss either, you can't just like pause the film and, ev- you know, people are going to get pissed off with that. Uh, and inevitably, if a film is more than 45 minutes long, which most most films at the cinema are all, I'll need a fucking piss. Um, so I miss half the film and then... Well, not half the film. I'll miss about, like, 10 minutes with the two trips to the toilet. I know. Something wrong with you, Ben? I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there, to be perfectly honest. I'm just frequent with, uh, with the old pissing. But... Um, yeah, so it will, uh, yeah, inevitably I'll miss most of the film. So I won't, like, go to the cinema. So I have to wait for it to come out on DVD. So uh, I watched the Stan and Ollie film. That was pretty good. I also watched that new Clint Eastwood film. New Clint Eastwood film? Is he still making them? Is he still alive? Is he not dead like Norman Wisdom? I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I do know. He's not dead, is he? That would have been in the news this week, wouldn't it? If Clint Eastwood had died. And then somebody would inevitably, like when a celebrity dies, somebody would inevitably be on Facebook or Twitter going and making it all about themselves, making that death all about the person who's on Twitter. Not about the person who died, not about poor Clint Eastwood who's died. It would be about how Clint Eastwood has influenced them and how sad they are and how it's making them sad and upset about the fact that a celebrity that they've never met has died. You know, that's uh, that's the society we live in now, where people try and get that sympathy from somebody else's, from a famous person's death, and they go, Oh no, I can't believe they've died, they meant so much to me, and then fucking idiots underneath will post, Oh, I thought of you the first time... When I heard about this, I really, I hope you're going to be all right. Yeah, I'll be okay. Are you sure you'll be? I think I'll struggle. Get a fucking grip of yourself. Get a fucking grip of yourself out there. Come on. Somebody you never met. Yeah, he's made good films. I'm not saying he's dead, by the way. I'm acting as if now, I'm getting angry now as if he is fucking dead. And people have actually posted that, but I've seen other stuff. Posted about other celebrities when they die, and people give them the fucking oh Jesus! Just go on about it. But that's that's the times we live in, people, isn't it? You know. But anyway, I watched that film, uh, the Mule, it was called, and I tell you what, people, I will tell you what, I enjoyed that film. Right, it didn't get a great. It got quite well. It got a fairly average sort of like reviews, I think got fairly sort of like average reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDB and that sort of thing. And there's some good reviews for it. But I actually quite liked it. And I was quite inspired by a man in his 80s becoming a fucking drug mule. There's hope out there for everybody. You can always change your career, can't you? You know, are you hating the job you hate at the moment? Do you long for more money, better hours and travel? Become a fucking drug mule. Nobody ever says that, do they? Nobody ever sees it as a viable option. As as long as you don't piss off the cartels, you're fucking creaming it in. He was uh, in the film, he pays for fucking everything. He has a new car. He's not fucking worried about his MOT not passing, is he? That's what I'd do. Become a drug mule. Crush the old fucking blue bullet. Fuck that off and get a Porsche or something. Ride around in that to a fucking gig whilst I'm dropping off fucking whatever he does in there. It's a nondescript white powder that he's dropping off. I imagine it's cocaine. To be honest, it was uh, it was dealing, with... but it's inspired. Apparently, apparently, it's inspired by a true story. So I take my hat off to the old fucker who did that, um, who inspired that. Yeah, he uh, he did end up in prison, I, I imagine he died in prison. Uh, Because he was in his 80s when he went there. But what a way to go out. Um, There he was at the end of the film. Tending his little garden. Like in prison. He fucking loved it. Loved it. But uh, it was quite a good film. I quite enjoyed that. Um, Yeah. So uh, yeah. It was good. But it's inspiring. That's what I mean. It's inspiring. You can change your career at any moment people. If you're out there and you hate your career. Think about you know becoming a drugs mule. Don't fucking do it in weird countries or anything like that. You know, don't do it in Turkey or any of those countries where they fucking chop your fucking hands off or, you know, take your colon out if you try and smuggle drugs in your asshole. Don't do it in those countries. You know, do it in countries where if you are going to go to prison, it's not that bad. I'm just putting it out there, people. I'm just saying, if you skint, it's always an option. Become a drugs mule. And if anything, Clint Eastwood has inspired people in their, octogenarians, people in their 80s to become drugs mules with this film. And I think we ought to see a lot more of that. You know, instead of bleaching off the, uh, bleaching uh, and leeching rather, not bleaching, Jesus, uh, instead of leeching off the state, you know, send the old OAPs out there, smuggle a few drugs in, you know. That's what, that's what you should do. Tuck them under them wrinkles. Get a big fat OAP. Put them under the rolls of flab. No sniffer dog is going to smell that. No sniffer dog is, you know, just push them through customs in a wheelchair. You know, the smell of lavender and boiled sweets will override the smell of drugs. That's a fucking great idea. Why has nobody ever thought of that? Why have drugs... Um, they're the least likely people to be um, fucking questioned at the airport, and if they are questioned, they'll just bore the fucking pants off of uh, the uh, the people who are questioning them for half an hour and go off on random tangents about the war, so they'll just fucking let them go just to get rid of them. That's what you fucking out, man. I've just That's where um, Pablo Escobar went wrong. He was employing young people. He wants to be employing older people. That's what he should have done. Older people, smuggle the drugs in, and then, you know, two, three years, they're out of the equation anyway. You don't even have to whack them. Most of the time, they'll forget what they fucking did yesterday anyway. They're not going to rat on you. They don't even remember their fucking breakfast. <laughs> they're not going to remember all the contacts they've made. Fucking hell. I don't think you can um, you can trademark that sort of idea, but it's fuck. I'm just putting it out there for the cartels. I don't want any commission off of that. Um, but somebody should have done that. <laughs> anyway, it's not a bad film. It's not as good as Gran Torino. That's a fucking great film. But it's um, uh, fucking hell. Just move my keys there. Uh, I'm getting itching to go, people. Itching to go. Uh, what time is it now? About half six. Fucking hell, Ben. Why are you still looking at the clock? Because I know I've left this late. I know I've left this late. Um. Uh. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. There was one fucking I saw in the news this week. Sex diseases, no. sexual diseases. Have you been fucking without condoms, people? I believe so, because on the BBC News website. Do you only uh read the BBC News website uh when you've got a um an episode of this coming up, Ben? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really pay attention to the news, people. It's full of shit. Uh, It's full of shit, man. Oh, man, I hate the news. It's fucking full of shit, man. And I hate it so much. It is, though, isn't it? It is. It's just fucking scare tactics. Anyway, here's another scare tactic, you dirty, perverted bastards out there. Um, Sex diseases in the UK are on the increase. 5% 5% increase on last year, people, you dirty, dirty little fuckers. What have you been doing out there, eh? We all know what you've been doing out there, don't we? Dirty little fuckers can't keep it in your trousers, can you? Or your panties or or whatever you're wearing as underwear these days as a binary or non-binary person. Um, Your boxer shorts, your jocks, you fucking, there's loads out there, Your little thong, whatever it is, you ain't keeping it in it, are you? Because sex diseases are on the way up. They're increasing. They're coming back. They're coming back. Uh, particularly, it says gonorrhea has increased the most. Oh, it's got to be a sore subject for some people out there. Hey, hey, there's a pun. Hey, there's my hypocrisy coming out with a pun there after slagging them off earlier um, yeah gonorrhea's on the increase it's out there rolling around fucking scrabbling around in the dirt just willing to throw itself onto your genitalia and then uh, and then give you a quick trip to the old uh, I don't actually know I, I, I don't even really know what gonorrhea is uh well not that I don't know what it what it is I know i I know what, to stay away from it you know what I mean? Not that people walk round with a sign on them saying "I have gonorrhea," um, but I imagine well, they kind of do with the herpes, don't they? You can see the old you can see the old herpes on the lips, can't you? You know, just a weeping sore on the lips, and you think, eh, maybe, maybe I'm not going to go out for that drink with you and and if we do i'm going to uh, i'm going to bring my own glass <laughs> uh, but yeah anyway sex diseases are on the increase people take care of yourselves rubber up out there um uh I, I i remember all that shit from the 80s like when aids was around not that i knew many people in the 80s with aids to be honest as a uh seven- or eight-year-old child uh, in the 80s. Not many of my... I didn't lose many friends to AIDS in the 80s, I must admit. Um, But uh, I remember all the fucking shock tactics of that. The thing with a tombstone falling down and saying, AIDS, uh, you don't want this, do you? Uh, And we had the old chats at school about... uh, Not that they really ever worked, is it? You know, those, those sex education classes that schools you know they're pretty basic aren't they i think until like i was about 18 uh i thought uh the uh a vagina was actually made out of plastic and actually came apart in bits uh because that's all we were taught with like in sex ed at school sex ed um somebody does a joke about that don't they um but uh yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's what we were we were taught, those fucking embarrassing fucking sex ed lessons where they taught you about, like, fucking... I don't even think chlamydia was invented uh, when I had sex education classes, so they just taught you about fucking herpes, and I think AIDS was a new thing. Hey, we've got a new thing come along, guys. Uh, you're the first year who we're going to learn about this. There's a thing called AIDS. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, it, it was the most awkward, embarrassing thing, like, and they used to do it in mixed classes, and then the girls would go out, for some reason, I don't know, I don't know why the girls went out of the class on their own, uh, and the lads were left in the class, like, just fucking drawing pictures of penises or something like that, but the girls all went out, I don't know, maybe that's when they taught them to fuck with us, uh, yeah. You're probably not going to get paid the same as the lads in there, but there are ways to fuck with their heads, and these are them. That's probably what they did. They just listed that shit there and then. (laughs) I don't know. Any girls from my school never told me that anyway. They just fucked with your head a little bit. Um, Fucking hell, 32 minutes, people. We've fucking made it. I've got time to run a fucking bath, have a bath, leave about half seven, and uh, get to the gig about half eight. Fucking hell. We're gonna make it and we have done it. Uh that was episode nine. Um if you uh like what you listen to, give us uh give us it's just me, and it? it's just fucking me. You know it's me. Um give it give it a review on iTunes. Five stars is good, anything less than five stars, as ever, go fuck yourselves. Uh, Give the Facebook page a like at the Ben Briggs Podcast. And I'll be back on Saturday uh, with more of this shit. Um, So have a good week, guys. And I'll check in back with you on Saturday.